There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Well, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to this Tuesday edition of the podcast. This is the Daily Doctrine Podcast. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh. We're going to be in Psalm chapter 8 today and continue to take a look at the Messianic Psalms of David. And the Word of God says here in Psalm 8 to the chief musician upon Gittith, a Psalm of David. And he reads like this, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. And can I just pause there and say this, blessed be the name of the Lord, bless his holy name. O Lord, O our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, that name above every name, that name in which we come through salvation, the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. With Joe Parsons back in the 1970s, used to tell people, if you're saved and right with God, just the very name of Jesus Christ ought to cause your heart to flutter a little bit. It ought to just stir in your soul. And oh, we thank God for that precious name. There is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Bless his name. Who has set thy glory above the heavens. How glorious is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passes through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. We see again the God of creation. We see the mighty working of God, the beasts of the field, the stars of the heaven, the moon which is in the heavens. And we see that in Colossians chapter 1, in verse 15, who is the image of of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Can I say he is the everlasting God? He is the eternal God. Jesus Christ is eternal in the heavens. In verse 18 of Colossians 1 said, And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father 
that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him, I say, whether they be things in heaven and things in earth. And you, thank God it's personal. Thank God he points the finger. Thank God he tells us it's you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. And we see that the aliens, those on the outs with God, the enemies of God, the outcasts of God, those separated from God, and through Jesus Christ, he's made peace through the blood of his cross. He is the creator. He is the firstborn of God. He is the creator of all things. O oh Lord, thy Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? It was the Father that set Jesus Christ above the heavens. Gave him his appointed place, his appointed time. And then when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. That's the fullness of God in the fullness of time presented to us that we might obtain eternal life through Jesus Christ. In verse 2 of Psalm 8, again speaking of Jesus Christ, out of the mouths of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, that's those things that are visible. That's those things which we do see. That's not principalities and powers. No, that's the creation of God. He hung that moon as a lesser light to shine at night. He sprinkled the stars across the heavens that he might be glorified, that men might see the stars and see the moon in the heavens and glorify the Father, glorify the marvelous work of our creator, Jesus Christ. He said, what is man, in verse 4, that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him. Bildad, the Shuhite, speaking in Job 25, says this in verse 6, how much less man that is a worm, and the son of man which is a worm. The psalmist said in Psalm 22, and we see that in verse 6, but I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despised of the people. And so we see what is man that thou art mindful of him. What is man that, Lord God, that you would come and be mindful of us and give your only begotten son to come into this world to die for sinful man? What is man that thou art mindful of him? Well, he said, the son of man is a worm. The son of man said in Psalm 22, for I am a worm and no man. Characteristics of a worm. Many years ago, the Lord gave me this. With as many characteristics of a worm, one is a worm is blind. He cannot see. He operates by vibration. He operates off of feeling. And the worm that we believe we see in the Bible, there is not the European earthworm or the common earthworm or the night crawler, but no, rather it's the maggot. It's the larva of the fly. It's that larva that crawls in that dead carcass. It feasts on dead things. It lives in the trash heap. It lives in the dunghill. It lives where dead things are. That worm has no backbone. He's an invertebrate. He has no strength in his own. He's susceptible to every fowl of the air, every beast of the field. His life is precarious because he's in the trash heap of life. What is man that thou art mindful of him? When man is but a worm, when man is just an invertebrate, when man is weak and is altogether best, he's just weakness. He's mere flesh and bone. 
What is man that thou art mindful of him? And O Lord thy God, O Lord our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? And then he said in verse 4, And the Son of Man, that thou visitest him. Who is the Son of Man? We know it's the Lord Jesus Christ, that thou visitest him. He said in verse 5, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. We see then in the word of God, in the word of God speaking on these things, we see in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 4, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with divers' miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. For unto the angels hath he not put in subjection the world to come, whereof we speak. And then the apostle writing here in the book of Hebrews says this, But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? And so he quotes Psalm 8. He quotes that messianic psalm. He's testifying of Jesus Christ when he says, Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor. Thou didst set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. For then he put all, all subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. But what do we see? But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels. For the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. And so we see Psalm 8 is telling us of that which is to come, which is in Jesus Christ. It pleased the Lord to crown him with glory and with honor. It's the grace of God that he should taste death for every man. And he said in verse 10, For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, and bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Who is this? It's Jesus Christ that we see. For we see Jesus. And I'm glad, thank God, in April of 1997, after 25 years of floundering in sin, dead in trespasses and sins, I saw Jesus Christ, who was made a little lower than the angels. And I saw Jesus Christ, who laid all over the angels with the suffering of death. He was crowned with glory, and he was crowned with honor. I'm glad, thank God, I've seen Jesus. The psalmist goes on then in chapter 8 of the book of Psalms. And he says, Thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. This is all things, when they be in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, those things we spoke of in the book of Colossians, they are put under the feet of Jesus Christ. Yet he was still made a little lower than the angels. Yet all things are put under his feet. Why? He's the son of God. Jesus Christ, the son of God. The word of God said all sheep and oxen. Yea, and the beasts of the field. The fowl of the air. And the fish of the sea. And whatsoever passeth through the paths of the sea. 
O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. But I want you to notice in verse 2 as we finish the podcast today, he says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. And so we see it's out of the mouths of babes and sucklings. It's out of those young ones. It's out of those children. It's out of those that uh, we see that we wouldn't think much of, yet they have perfected praise out of their mouths. When they say, O Lord, thy Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? In closing, might I say, it ought to be our cry, it ought to be our prayer, it ought to be our rejoicing. O Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Thank you for tuning in today. I would like to remind you this Thursday and Friday, Brother Ronnie Skolton will be on the podcast. He'll be our special guest. We've already recorded those podcasts, but we've edited them, not for content, but just for uh, mistakes and clarity. And Brother Ronnie's podcasts are ready to be uploaded. I hope you'll tune in and listen to the testimony of our dear friend, Brother Ronnie Skolton, and what the Lord has done in his life. Thank you for listening today. May God bless you. Tune in again tomorrow. There's a lost soul who's tired of his sinning. And he longs to return to the Lord As he cries for forgiveness and mercy God is waiting You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints are.